Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? How you doing? Today I've got more listener questions and comments. Um, and because I'm sort of up to date, I'm going to just jump around and do them all out of order and however I feel. So first up, I've got an email from Sarah and um, it's so lovely that I just wanted to share it. Hi, Hannah. It's Sarah, the super fan. Just wanted to say how much I enjoyed Valerie's story on the podcast this week. Nothing fills me with awe more than hearing about loved ones coming to accompany us as we pass. And Valerie's experience brought tears of joy to my eyes. I'm nearly two years into my spiritual journey, learning lots from your podcast, Spiritual School and sitting in a local circle. And my favourite subject has to be the accompanying loved ones. After I lost my beloved dad to COVID in 2021, I really struggled with the thinking of his passing as we got to the hospital too late. I spent many anxious hours wondering if my stepmom would have come for him as this was all he had talked about during his last days. Very often repeating that she was there in the hospital room waiting. 
Moving the story on a little, my spiritual journey began after this profound loss and about a year into it, I received a spiritual download. My stepmom showed me exactly what had happened in the last week of my dad's life, in his hospital and passing. I can't fully explain the magnitude of how this changed my outlook and anxiety of his passing. She showed me herself in the hospital, standing right behind my sister and I at one point during a visit. She showed me how she took his hand and how he was overjoyed to go with her. After processing this for a few weeks, I decided to pass this information on to my sister who was deep in grief. She was completely overwhelmed and so relieved that it had happened that way. It's so important for grieving families to hear these wonderful stories and I'm enthralled by every one I hear. Thank you for your fabulous podcast, your expertise in teaching and a big thank you to Valerie. Keep up the excellent work. In love and light, Sarah. Thank you for sharing your story too, Sarah. I I just love... I love hearing other people's stories, other people's experiences. I love all the different, wonderful and life-affirming ways that spirit show them to us. And I think it's just so amazing that your stepmother was able to get that information through to you. And I wonder how many people out there have received information like that, but have pushed it away because they thought it was a dream or because of their belief system. And it takes real bravery, I think, to be like Valerie and to be like you, Sarah, and share those stories and offer them out to people where they could be ignored and belittled, but also as a beacon for hope. So I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And if you're listening to this thinking, maybe I should share my experiences, maybe I should tell my story, drop me a voice note, drop me an email. Um, we would love to hear what you have to say. It It's so valuable. The more of us that step up and share our truth, the more things will change and the more hope there is. There we go. That was a big one to start. Let me move on to the next. Next up, I have an email from Aaron and Aaron says, Hiya, Hannah. Hope you're doing well. I love the podcast and I hope the school is going well. I have joined and I am loving it. I have an odd question for you today and wonder if you've ever experienced this. I've been on the development road for a while now. I don't want to be a medium or give readings for people. I just want to open to my spiritual side. I have this inner feeling I'm supposed to do something. The old you are a light worker feeling. I apologise as that's a terrible explanation. I get the nagging feeling I'm supposed to do spiritual stuff. I just don't know why or what. Anyway, I am currently finding every time I try to search outwards for answers, I'm let down. I get the same feedback again and again from my own intuition. Look inward. You have to do the work, etc, etc. Now here's the weird part. I went for a reading with my mum, who's with an incredible local psychic. I've heard family... Oh, blimey. Let me put my teeth back in, Aaron, and I'll read this again. Now here's the weird part. I went for a reading with my mum with an incredible local psychic. I've heard from family who've had readings and she is usually amazing. 
My reading from her wasn't great. She's lovely, but it didn't resonate at all. And if anything, it filled me with fear of my past returning, which would be a nightmare. It felt like she was blocked. I left feeling disheartened and empty. It was really meh. However, my mum's reading was terrifyingly accurate. I was sat next to her like, what the F? Why wasn't mine this accurate or good? It explained all her current issues, problems and solutions. I was blown away. I spent all afternoon searching inside afterwards and my intuition kept telling me there was a reason. I'm supposed to find the answers myself and not keep seeking outside answers. Would spirit do this? help give out a dodgy reading to put you on the right track. I wondered if this was a spiritual slap for me. It's just a really weird experience, so I had to reach out and ask. It's given me a good kick up the bum, so I'm guessing it's the right thing. P.S. I do realise by asking I am once again searching for outside answers and my guidance says I shouldn't, lol. But I had to ask this one. Kind regards, Aaron. Well, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely they will. (laughs) Bloody hell. (laughs) Um, I had this period of time, right, where I knew that I can't remember what it was I needed to do now. Isn't that funny? I know that there was something going on in my life and I'd over-dramatised it as I may, I may have a slight tendency to do. Maybe. And I remember getting all tied up in knots about whatever the hell it was. And I decided, even though when I was pulling cards, they were giving me answers that I just needed to wait. I needed to work on my own life. The answer comes from within. If you want to get an answer from within, you have to just work on making yourself happy and stop seeking the answer and the answer will rise. All of that stuff. And I didn't like it. I didn't like that message. So I thought, fine. So I booked a reading with another medium. And that medium talked, gave me a very vague and not great reading and told me that they were seeing smoke. And then I went, well, that was, that was a bit shit. And so I went off to see another medium. And they saw mist. And then I thought, well, I'll just try one more time. So I tried with someone else and they saw fog. <laughs> then I knew (laughs) that I just couldn't keep chucking money at it because it obviously was the answer I'd been given in the first place and that I really knew to be true but I was just trying to push it to make it happen a bit quicker which is an ongoing theme in my life but hey ho what can you do it's part of my personality and so yeah uh yeah I have been there. I understand it. Um, I mean, it really is a manifestation that the answers you seek are within you, isn't it? When you get a meh reading from somebody that you know to be good. And that's an interesting thing to think about, really, because we haven't discussed this on the podcast. Um, And so I think you're being a bit of a catalyst here for a conversation about being of service to spirit and how sometimes being of service to spirit might mean you don't do a very good reading. I'd never even thought about the two flip sides of this thing. (gasps) Bloody hell. What if my shit readings were not shit because I was shit, but were shit because they needed to be shit and it was divine shit? (gasps) Uh, 
Um, it's not often that I'm speechless, but I am right now. Oh my God. I mean, some of them undoubtedly will have been because I was shit. But, um, oh, isn't this something interesting to think about here, guys? And I guess this ties in with pendulums. Um, and I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's it's something that I know to be true, that pendulums do not read energy factually. Pendulums read energy to give you, when you're working with spirit and a pendulum, it will give you the answer you need for the catalyst within you. So say, for example, you say to a pendulum, will I get my book published? And it says no. It doesn't mean no, not ever. You suck. Go find another career. It means not in its current state. You need to work harder. You need to change something. You need to find a different approach. You need to wait. It's not time for it yet. That kind of thing. But we instantly feel like we've been slapped and we've been told that's not our path. So I guess knowing that... We never really think about that manifesting in readings. What if the most empowering thing that spirit could ever give you is to prove to you that the only person that can fix you is you? And, oh my God. Well... Food for thought, Aaron. I mean, I've really gone off now on a little rabbit hole, but it is really interesting. And I'm so grateful that you uh, messaged because it makes sense as a concept for you. But then what does that mean for the medium? Were they there thinking, oh, this isn't very good. This isn't working the way I wanted it to. Or were they there thinking, this is absolutely what spirit want me to say and fully in their trust with it? Hmm. Thank you anyway for emailing in. And the best advice I can give you is to stop looking. And I know that's frustrating and please don't roll your eyes at me. But when you know that the answer is inside of you and you need to be waiting for it to rise, the worst thing you can do is keep looking for it. It's like digging in the sand when it keeps filling up the hole again and again and caving in. You need to wait for the waves to come and bring what it is up to the surface rather than digging down. I hope that was a good analogy. But good luck. I have no doubt that you're going to work in some capacity as a light worker, but as we know, that takes many forms and isn't just limited to healing and readings. There's so many ways you can be a light worker, and I have no doubt you will find your path absolutely. Hi Hannah, um, my name's Kelly Dunstall. Uh, I thought I would just send you a little voice note because um, I do have a question. Um, so basically listening to your, okay, I'll give you some background. Um, I've been doing this a spiritual journey for about 17 years. <laughs> God, makes me sound old. Um, and um, on and off, um, long story, I won't even go into all that. But um, so, and I felt a bit, lost with everything because I believed that you had to go into a spiritual circle that involved spiritual churches um, and just you know so I was in a circle 
and we were going to like round other spiritual churches and I just find them the most just judgmental scariest places that there could ever be you know like because everybody talks about you it's like it's, it's, it's part of a community that I don't want to be involved in so I kind of took a step back from spirit for a bit and thought maybe this isn't for me maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing because um, I thought that you could only do it if you was a part of a church um, and then I I stumbled across one of your podcasts and <laughs> they just make me laugh all the time and the things that you come out with just makes so much perfect sense to me you know like like you churches make me feel not churches the buildings are beautiful love the buildings um and exploring and all that but I just find the whole Christianity, um, Catholic, I just find it all a bit much. Do you know, like, with spiritualism, this is what I explain to people when they ask me, what's the difference then? With spiritualism, you get to choose your own path, whereas with Christianity or Catholic or anything, they tell you what to think, tell you what to say, and that makes me feel a little bit uneasy. Um, blimey, I've gone right off track what I was on about. Anyway, cut a long story short, I do have a question. <laughs> So, um, since listening to your podcast, I have been going out doing readings for people, um, and, like, I get people that say to me, oh, yeah, can you do this one first, and then do me after, um, so you do 45 minutes on one, which is fine, I can always get a really good blend, um, on the first one, but then on the second one, it feels a bit flat, like, I don't know how to, so the first... The first time I done it, went out, done readings, I had, to, I had to do two. First one was amazing, second one was a bit flat, but I kind of scraped through by the skin of my teeth. Then I done it again, a week later, at the same house, but two different women. First one was amazing, second one was absolutely diabolical. You know, I was embarrassed to take the money. I told her I didn't want to take her money because I was just... I got nothing, if I'm honest, and... When we came out, the woman's daughter said to her, did you get anything? Like, I bought the woman's mum through, and she was like, no, I didn't get nothing. And they were like, you were closed off. And she, she said, oh, I didn't sit with my arms shut. And it's like, okay, so literally, how do I, how do I then build the energy back again so that I'm able to do two in the same night? Do you understand what I mean, or am I just waffling a whole pile of shit? I'm actually sitting in a car park outside B&M waiting for my daughter to have her nails done. It's 27 degrees and I'm dying like a, fresh in, a fish in a fryer. Um, and I just thought, oh, actually, I'll just give you a quick um, email note. <laughs> I'm on WhatsApp. Um, a little voice note just to ask the question, how do you raise the vibration? No, because I don't, I don't ever, like you, I don't clear my chakras. I don't meditate i don't um raise the vibration you know you just know that the blend is there i don't before i used to feel it i used to feel it and now i don't and that, that, that i used to think the same as everybody else oh well maybe i can't do it but now i know it's because you're used to the feeling and you've just got to trust with what you get which is what i do I trust completely in whatever spirit give me um yeah if should I just recap the question again, just in case I've waffled so much shit you don't know what I'm talking about? Right, so the question is, when you're doing two readings, how do you then get the same energy as what you did with the first one? Yeah, maybe I'm not ready. Maybe that's the... Oh, 
yeah, maybe I'm not ready in my power enough yet to be doing two. Is that a, is that a thing? I'm not sure. All right, then, I'm going to stop waffling and I'm going to go. Take care, look after yourself. I hope um, whatever it was that you were stuck in a couple of weeks ago has lifted for you. But um, I don't know if you remember, but I, um, I emailed you and said that I'd be able to afford the spiritual school and you said that the energy that you'd been sitting in was rubbish. And I was like, oh, that's such a shame. You know, it's probably because of the school and stuff. And then, bam, it hit me like a sack of shit. The energy just hit the floor and I literally cried for about four days. And I was saying, Spirit, you need to take this off me because I don't like it. You know, take it back, thank you. But I think, um, yeah, there's stuff that I'll go into as we develop, as I develop. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. I'm going to go. <laughs> you take care anyway. I hope you're feeling better. Take care. Bye. Oh, Kelly, I was chuckling all the way through that. That is so funny. What a great voice note. You are a little ray of sunshine. Uh, no, I'm not feeling better. <laughs> Ah, I had that little period of time where I was feeling quite chirpy. Uh, it's still pretty, pretty quagmire over here. But what the heck? Never mind. Thanks for asking. Now, interesting, isn't it? First thing I want to say, Kelly, is uh, I don't, I wouldn't do two 45 minute readings back to back. So I just want to make that clear. Um, I... I think perhaps if you really want to do two back to back, you reduce the time. Um, so you can do a really, really good spirit link for somebody. I mean, a really in-depth one in 25 minutes. So if you really have got your heart set on doing two, I would reduce the time to 25 minutes a pop. 40, like an hour and a half. That is a lot. I mean, that's how long I work for in the first half of a demonstration I normally do about an hour and 25 minutes hour and 20 minutes and I am ruined by that and that's with a, a lot of practice so I'm not saying can't because I would never say never but I would say perhaps you're expecting an awful lot of yourself I also don't like um readings where there's more than one person present so I don't know whether you were um you know, reading for one, but there were two people there. And then the second one was the second half, because I find that when that happens, the sitter's energy isn't sent to me because you need some of their energy to maintain your connection. Um, 
the energies between the two people that know each other where they're looking at each other and going oh I don't know did Phil have a watch did he I don't know I think he had a watch did he and they're not actually communicating with you um, and so that cuts you off from some of the energy um, when I'm demonstrating sometimes I will break out into a stupid dance or a sing song or um, yeah I've done all sorts of weird things on stage to make the audience laugh to raise the vibration you cannot do that in the same way in a one-on-one sitting and so therefore I don't do two back to back in fact I only do one a day max and obviously when I'm demonstrating I take a few days off afterwards so I think maybe you're just expecting too much of yourself and it's not that you're not ready. You're just trying to push something that perhaps at this time doesn't need pushing quite as hard. Um, It is a really horrible thing, but generally speaking, I find the energy of one-on-one readings flatter. And that's not anybody's fault. It's just that you're either dealing with you know, you go to bigger depths. So there's more um, emotion, there's more grief coming through because the pressure is on the sitter uh, to recognise and remember things. They get nervous. So that's a lower vibration because they're worried, they're nervous. Um, You're holding that connection for a lot longer. So it costs you a lot more. For me personally, I much prefer the energy of demonstrating. Um, and that doesn't mean that there's anything, you know, it's it's just what it is. I still like doing one-on-ones with people, but they are a big energy drain. They are harder to maintain the energy. If I'm in an audience and I've got a not very responsive sitter who's not giving me a lot, then I can move on from them quite swiftly if you're a a one-on-one reading and you're stuck with them for 45 minutes it's like drowning in syrup it's you can't catch a breath you keep being pulled down it's so heavy and sticky so I don't actually think that you're doing anything wrong Um, I think apart from doing too much if that makes sense, having two bigger expectations. But I don't think there's anything wrong with your mediumship. I think it's just a fact of how it goes. And I, yeah, I, I would treat your mediumship with more love and more, I want to say respect, but I don't mean that you've been disrespectful of it, more awe of it, more awe of the magical power of what you're doing and understanding that you can't do it forever. Even Spider-Man runs out of web if he overuses it. So I would just allow yourself to either do two shorter sessions or if you're going to do 45 minutes, just work with one person and then when you're done, you're done. And for a time, I would also, and I would advise this to you if we were working uh, in mentorship, I would tell you to actually find the point, the time point in your readings where you feel like it's optimum before it starts to tail off and I would use that as your limit and so I would spend a few um, amount of time even if it's only 17 minutes just at that point and I stop now and I set a timer and I stop now because if there's one thing I've learned it's that in trying to push myself past that time limit when I wasn't ready 
that's when my readings went to shit. And then I would never focus on the fact that the first 17 minutes were brilliant. I would focus on the last 12 that I felt weren't good enough. Um, So treat it with the awe it deserves. Understand that it will grow and it will grow naturally. But what you need to do is find a comfort where you are before you push it further. So find comfort where you are, sit with that for a few months. When every reading you're doing feels good, you're aware of the energy. I mean, you know, sitters are sitters, you can't change them. But if you feel like you should have done better, when you feel like consistently most of the time you're doing well, then you can extend it by five minutes and so on and so forth. But um, I think you're asking a lot of yourself and I wouldn't put myself personally through the pressure of trying to do two readings back to back in that scenario. It's not for me. Hope that helps. Next up, I have an email from Karen and Karen says, Hi Hannah, hope you're well, still loving all your work. Just a little question for you as I would love to know your thoughts on this. I love all stuff unknown. I love hearing about ETs, UFO, cryptids, etc. And listen to a great podcast called UFO Chronicles with Nick Hunter. Some people's experiences that are shared are absolutely wild beyond the imagination. Do you believe in otherworldly beings such as ETs, Sasquatch, Skinwalkers, etc.? And do you think they are part of the physical world and also cross over into spirit? I believe they exist, but do you? And how do they fit in with the world of spirit? Would love to hear your thoughts or knowledge on this. Hope this makes sense. And thanks again for reading it, Karen. I I do actually, Karen, wholeheartedly believe that this is not the only space. And I do believe that our souls are not human souls. I believe that our souls are spirit souls and I believe that those spirit souls incarnate in different dimensions in different physical forms in different spaces I do not believe that reincarnation is limited to the human journey what basis do I have for this absolutely nothing it's just what I believe I can't give you any reasons for that I can't give you any evidence for that but that is just how I believe it when I have perceived some of my spirit guides as physical beings they have been not human I cannot remember if I've told this story on the podcast but I remember doing a really deep healing on a Reiki client once when I was suddenly aware that I was sort of joined with but blended with a spirit that was not human and I couldn't really see their face but I knew for some reason they reminded me of Stig of the Dump. They had like a caveman haircut but their skin was mustard yellow but glittery. Um, Twilight eat your heart out and they were on a planet that wasn't earth and it had red sand all over it I knew it wasn't Earth because of the sky, but I can't tell you what was going on with the sky in my memory anymore. And my client who was on the Reiki bench was there and lying on the Reiki bench, but the Reiki bench was no longer on Earth. (laughs) I know. And this guy had this like a stick, like Gandalf the Grey, like a staff. But the end of it was a point and they were scratching into the dirty red dirt sand around the client 
different symbols and they were muttering in a language that I couldn't understand and activating different symbols around the client. And then they came and they got in my body and I had my hands out doing the like whole channeling the energy. And then I was aware that my fingers were twice the length and I was looking at them, but it was in my mind's eye, but it was in the physical too, or in that weird space. And my hands were yellow and I was moving these really long fingers. And then I looked down at my toes and my feet and my feet were really long. Um, and the toes weren't long, but the feet themselves were really long. And I just sat there wiggling my toes, looking at it for ages and wiggling my fingers whilst being in this crazy energy. And then they stepped back and I never saw them again. <laughs> and I'm aware that that is not a conversation to have with a muggle. Um, but it was pretty mind-blowing. And I do believe that there are other forces in the universe um, that are forces for good. And... Um, different things happening and I know people have had horrible experiences with UFOs that they talk about on things I've not listened to that podcast but in other ones um but then we are pretty horrible really if you look at the human race as a whole and what we do to each other I mean we've killed children over boundary lines on a planet on ownership like I think we're just as bad as the aliens. It's just easy to go, oh, the aliens were taking the cows for testing. How could they take the cows for testing when we have done... Well, cows don't even look like they're naturally supposed to anymore because of all the gen genetic engineering we're doing on them. They're probably taking the cows off to try and work how to, out how to undo what it is that we've done to them. Um, anyway, as an aside. So, yes, I absolutely do believe, but I do believe that we're all part of the oneness. We are the universe experiencing itself. We are uh, that spark of God and that spark of God um, manifests in lots of different ways. Look at some of the ascended masters, the Hindu gods. I mean, they don't look like people, people, do they? Ganesh. You know, if you didn't, if you'd never heard of Ganesh and Ganesh popped up um, to give you some blessings, you'd absolutely shit yourself. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. So that is my belief. I do uh, call on galactic healers when I'm doing healing and you get into dimensional beings that come in to help with the healing. Um, I have been healed personally um, by uh, things that look like aliens. So I believe that there is way so much more. Which is part of the reason I find the whole gender debate in this country kind of amusing, to be honest, because it's almost like we believe that our souls are human and that the two genders are all the genders there are. When in some other country, you're probably a bloody gender shifting fish, you know, <laughs> like you're a plant that spawns itself. Like I just... It, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love thinking about the possibilities and the potentials until I get too overwhelmed and I short circuit. Now I've got to read your email again and make sure I've answered you fully. Yeah, I, I do believe that there are uh, aliens, for want of a better expression, other beings, other life forms. Yes, I do. Um, 
Oh, I know what I was going to talk to you about. The AI debate that keeps coming up. Now, I was brought up by two sci-fi loving parents. So I was reading Asimov books when I was 11 because I'm a nerd. And um, I have always been uber polite to my Alexa because I have I watched Terminator at a very impressionable age. And it's always stuck with me as a possibility, a potential anyway. <laughs> but it's also the idea that only biological things can have souls that I find interesting too. So I'm just going to leave that there because I don't really know. But the little sci-fi nerdy part of me keeps wondering if... We create robots like in Westworld. Who are we to say that they don't have a soul just because we created them, just because they're a robot? I'm less keen on the idea of, you know, Terminator and us all being extinguished, but I just, I find it fascinating. Who are we to say which vessel for infinite intelligence and unconditional love is the only vessel or the right vessel. And on that note, I'm going to stop. Sweet dreams, listeners. <laughs> Be nice to your printer. <laughs> Things that I would never say in a normal space, but I'm willing to say on a podcast that is listened to all around the world. Interesting, isn't it? Oh, funny, funny times. But is it? I think it pays to think about it because I've had intelligent communications from trees. But I also have a log burner. I just think there's so much more to it than we recognise. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's all think about it. Have you got an opinion on this? Even if you think, what a crock of shit, Hannah, and here's why. Um, voice note it to me. Tell me why. I've got to love to talk about this stuff. I wish we could have a giant collective campfire and all sit around it and just chat. But we, I mean, we'd be there for years, wouldn't we? Um, but it is amazing to think about. It's amazing to think about. I guess I watched also Horton Hears a Who, which I do think is a really valid spiritual philosophy concept. You know, we're quite happy to put ant powder out. But what if those ants are souls? We're, you know, we eat meat. We eat plants. I read somewhere that the smell that grass makes is basically a silent scream when you cut grass. Like it's tr you can't exist without causing harm. And yet our instant thought is those aliens are going to come here and, and, and do horrible things to us, whilst also to exist is to do horrible things, isn't it? You can't drive a car without killing something. There's be something on the road. Can't brush your teeth without killing all those little amoebas. I follow this TikTok account that shows you what things look like under a microscope. Some of them are very cute. Um, yeah. Anyway, that I think I'm finally out of steam on this subject, but I've loved that question, Karen. I love a wacky question. And thank you for sending it in. 
And I'd love to know your thoughts on it, Karen. So do do send me a follow up message and let me know. So thank you all for listening as always. We, the weird, the wonderful, the unexpected. And I will catch up with you again soon. Have a lovely day. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.